The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome to The Masculine Journey. We are very glad to have you with us today. And in studio, there's me and, and Robbie and Jim and Jim. So if that's not confusing for you, we'll try to point out which Jim's talking. Although I guess if you don't know him, it won't really matter. It's just Jim with a different voice. Robbie, I got a, a, a riddle for you oh. that I didn't tell you. That, that was intentional. Okay. We, we love to celebrate eves around here. And we are 25 days away. From a very important Eve. Do you know what that Eve is? Is it Boot Camp Eve? Boot Camp Eve, absolutely. Boot Camp Eve in 25 days. Is it really? Absolutely, it is. And so it's amazing. It's coming up pretty quickly. And so if you haven't registered for Boot Camp, you want to go out and do that now. It is April 6th through 9th. I got it right that time, I think. It is. And something that I would appreciate, I know Sam and the gyms would as well, (laughs) is prayer because we have... At this particular boot camp, a real opportunity our way coming our way. We have 10 guys coming from the Winston-Salem Rescue Mission. we got seven, got seven coming from Teen Challenge. And um, and so we need prayer that that uh, these guys would have some breakthrough and, and that God would really come for all of us in this adventure. Of course, we're still hoping to you know get another 30 or so guys to, to make it out to the camp as well. The other thing I'd ask you to pray about is we always have people that want to come but uh, don't have the funds. And so if God lays it on your heart to give, you can go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org and give there. You can give through many different ways. Uh, Online, you can do it uh, through mail. I mean, there's lots of things that you can do. And so uh, through Facebook, that's another way you can. You can do it from our Facebook page. But if that's on your heart, we'd love to have you help us bring somebody to this and help them find some freedom that God's wanting for them, that he has ready for them. And so we, we hope that uh, you'll you'll let him work on you in that regard as he works on us as well. And so, Robbie, I threw you that little thing, and it didn't stump you. I'm really kind of amazed. <laughs> wow, I feel like I have to put up a wall now between us. Yeah, yeah and about a week after that is, is Easter Eve, so, you know. It is. It is. It's it's very soon at the right after boot camp. It's uh, a week after. Now this week's topic we are talking about walls, and so Jim, I want to I want to go to you as as we have the which gym the the gym I'm looking Jim's at. Jim's on first. <laughs> Jim's on second. <laughs> as we talk about walls, there's lots of ways you can define it. But what are we talking about here as we talk about walls? Well, I see generally two types. The ones we build up to protect ourselves and the ones that are there that, and as Robbie was pointing out, I don't know that I have any. Well, they're ones we're not even aware of. Mm-hmm. And then we also don't want to tear down the walls of others because we're afraid of hurting them and we're afraid of being hurt. But uh, as far as the building walls we're it's not our job to protect ourselves that's god's it is it is but you've you've probably met people you've done counseling yes you know, and i'm sure you've ran into at least in a couple or 
couples, at least someone in one of the two has a wall that they put up. One of the biggest is the blame. I'm good. They're not. <laughs> fix, fix them. They, I don't need fixing. They need fixing. Yeah. And it'll be both of them. And they'll both be right, but their focus is in the wrong place. Yeah. We need, we can only work on ourselves and our own walls. Thank you. In the spirit of authenticity, the reason that uh, I picked this topic is I'm living it right now. I've been in the middle of it for quite some time. And, uh, it, it for me, it's one I know is there. Um, but a couple things, do I do anything to help it go away <laughs> or do I just leave it there? And where it stems for me is in past relationships, I've been hurt as I've dated, been married. And so I've really put this wall up of, I'm not going to be vulnerable. Well, I've been in the middle of dating somebody. It's a really, really nice person. Um, treats me exceptionally well, but I feel, you know, as we start to get closer in some ways, the wall go up and I feel almost like retreating, you know, and as I think about how people kind of push people away with these walls, they do usually one of about three different things. They withdraw and kind of just hold at a, a, a distance, an arm's distance. They completely fight, you know, Hey, I'm bailing on this altogether. Or they become aggressive and try to drive that other person away. And I know, Robbie, we've known people in the past, and I'm sure you probably have, where they fit in one of those categories. Or you probably know people in all three of them, don't you? No, oh, of course. Yeah, and the most famous, you know, Shrek. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't help but think of the clip that we found for this topic because, you know, it's quite obvious that he um, wants to be isolated. And, and we all choose isolation as a fallback position way too often. And so that's what I think Shrek is up to with Donkey. Donkey's trying to come into his life, but what's going on here, Sam? Well, he's building a wall, or he's at least trying to keep it up. So let's, uh, let's listen to how, how they play out a little bit. Listen, you was really, really something back there. Incredible. Are you talking to me? Yes, I was talking to you. Can I just tell you that you was really great back then, man? Those gods, they thought they was all of that. Then you showed up and bam, they was tripping over themselves like babes in the woods. See that? That that really made me feel good to see that. Oh, that's great. Really? Man, it's good to be free. Now, why don't you go celebrate your freedom with your own friends? Hmm? But, uh, I don't have any friends. And I'm not going out there by myself. Hey, wait a minute. I got a great idea. I'll stick with you. You a mean green fight machine. Together we'll scare the spit out of anybody that crosses us. Ah! Oh, that was really scary. And if you don't mind me saying, if that don't work, your breath certainly will get the job done, because you definitely need some Tic Tacs or something, because your breath stinks. Why are you following me? I'll tell you why. Because I'm all alone. There's no one here beside me. My problems have all gone. There's no one to deride me. But you gotta have friends. Stop singing! Well, it's no wonder you don't have any friends. Wow. Only a true friend would be that truly honest. Listen, little donkey. Take a look at me. What am I? Uh... Really tall? No! I'm an ogre. You know... Grab your torch and pitchforks. Doesn't that bother you? Nope. Really? 
Really, really. Oh. Man, I like you. What's your name? Uh, Shrek. Shrek? Well, you know what I like about you, Shrek? You got that kind of, I don't care what nobody thinks of me thing. I like that. I respect that, Shrek. You all right. <laughs> you can't, I don't know how many times I've seen that, and I still laugh. Every time that Shrek's on, I, I find it quite funny. But there's a lot of truth there, isn't there, Robbie? Oh, my word. You know, you climb inside of what's going on there, and and the question that I can't help but, but ponder is what is Shrek afraid of? He's clearly not afraid of this donkey. He can't hurt him. But he, he really wants to be alone. He really wants to choose isolation. But it speaks to something that I see clearly from Scripture, and if you can, <laughs> this is almost blasphemous, but I can't help it. If if you look, <laughs> all right, hold on now. <laughs> if you look at Jeremiah thirty one twenty two, it describes um, Jeremiah is describing actually Christ in the body of Christ, and it says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, once more. Excuse me. Let me get to the right verse. How long will you waver, O faithless daughter? For the Lord has created a new thing on earth: a woman encircles a man. And, of course, Jeremiah had been to a lot of Jewish weddings, being Jewish and all. And in a, Jer- in a Jewish wedding ceremony, the bride encircles the groom seven times, with the tradition being that it's like bringing down the walls of Jericho. And it's kind of her role, the bride, to bring down the walls of the heart of the groom. And thus it is with the body of Christ that we are to, and, and it's a delightful thing to ponder, is how can we bring down the walls of our groom's heart. Now, here comes the blasphemous part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Donkey is encircling Shrek here, yeah. and he doesn't let go. No. I mean, he keeps going, and if you even watch, he's going around him. Yeah, in the clip, <laughs> he does. He goes around him. <laughs> and, and Donkey is just not going anywhere. You know, how, you know, he can scream at him, yell at him, do whatever he wants to do, try everything he can to isolate himself. But the beautiful thing about the clip, and I think the, the, the thing to, to ponder, is there are people in our lives, and the worst thing you can do, they're doing everything they can to get rid of you, but they don't want to live alone. Shrek doesn't want to really be alone. That's why when he says, aren't you really scared? Really? Really? You like me? <laughs> what? Don't you know I'm an ogre? That's great stuff. It is Jim, the other Jim. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where Jim does too. what are these walls really rooted in for a lot of people? I, I I think most of the walls are rooted in fear, either fear of rejection or fear of uh, being hurt, or you know the fear of loss uh, for many people. And we all know that um, fear is not from God; fear is from the enemy. And I think that um, you know when we start putting up walls. It's, uh, it hinders our witness for Christ. It hinders um, what God has created us to be. You know, um, for me personally, you know, uh, when I went through my divorce, I put up all, all sorts of walls, and I, I was Shrek. I was, you know, get away from me. Don't you know I've got the, the big D on my chest? <clears throat> you know, I, I used to uh, laugh. I, I said I was going to take my... Uh, uh, final divorce papers and have them screen printed onto a shirt and just walk around the church that way. <laughs> but, you know, in that self of the enemy, the enemy wants to discount you. He, want, he wants you to hide. He wants you to, you know, 
crawl in your box. The last thing he wants you to do is say, you know what? I know what you're going through. I've been where you're at. And God knows what pain we're going through. When we reach out to others, we can help heal their pain. And so the enemy doesn't want us healing, you know, people doesn't want us fellowshipping. So most of, you know, the walls are rooted in fear. They are. Thank you. When we come back, we're going to dig into that a little bit more. We're going to find out what is our responsibility as we started to talk about this session on others, but what's our responsibility when we have walls? Now, don't forget, there's 25 days until Boot Camp Eve, so go register at MasculineJourneyRadio.org. We'll be back in just a minute. Are you wondering what God has for you in 2017? Well, one thing's for sure. I know he wants you to have your heart back. There is an opportunity for men that's coming up this April, 6th through the 9th. Listen to what it did for Andy. Masculine Journey Boot Camp experience showed me that I could truly hear from God and that I could experience Him on a daily basis. Only $169 or make five payments of $33. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org and register today. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. All the walls you build up are just glass on the outside. So let them fall down. There's freedom waiting in the sound. When you let your walls fall to the ground, we're here now. Welcome back to The Masculine Journey. And, and as that song talks about, Robbie, that was great bump-in music. Thank you. But what's that, well, what's that song really trying to tell us in that little snippet that we heard? The walls block out light? Yeah. I mean, it, it, the healing comes when we let the walls down. And, you know, Shrek got his life. If you think even through the movie that without Donkey, <laughs> you know, he never meets this true love. He never goes on the adventure. You know, he sits back in Ogreland. And he lives an isolated life that's pretty empty. Thank you. Let's talk for just a quick second about, as we talked about in the first half of this, when other people have walls, right? You can encircle them. You can encircle them in love. What are some of the things, Jim, that you can do to help that? And then we'll move on to when you have walls. And earlier I did say that the only person that can take down walls is yourself. But there are a lot of things we can do. And, Shrek's a good example. We love on the unlovable, as Jesus told us to, and we will see them slowly open up to that if we can reach the brokenhearted mm-hmm. and give them the hope and love that we have from Jesus. Yeah. It's not always easy, though. No, there's some challenges. And boy, easy. we have, or I have, 
messed up many times um, with friends, you know, betraying a trust, telling their story to somebody else for whatever reason because you thought it made a good example of something. You know, there's a lot of ways to betray somebody and th- and have them throw a wall up that, that clearly, you know, could have been avoided. But it, it, it takes almost a constant relationship with the Lord to understand how to make sure that you're trustworthy for that friend, that you're there when they need you and you're not there when they don't need you, you know, because you can be annoying and show up to the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, that <laughs> donkey has that one perfected, but, you know. And there's some people that take that whole aggression route and then become so abrasive they try to drive you away. And those are, the, for me, the hardest ones to stay engaged with. They're the hardest ones to love on because it feels like there's so many arrows coming at you. And that's probably from some of my brokenness. And one of the things we talked about before the show, in my life I've become friends with lots of different pastors. And one of the things that they commonly talk about, and Jim, you can probably echo this to some degree because you've probably seen it, they wall themselves off to the people around them because they've been hurt by their own church at times or churches in the past. Not only have they been hurt and they're fearful for that, they don't want to show anything that would be a stumbling block for others. So there's that wall right out of the gate, and then the hurt just adds bricks to the wall yeah it is and so every one of us are have the opportunity to have walls built and i want to listen to a clip we we played the first part of this a couple weeks ago yep it we called it the backpack but it's from the the movie up in the air uh which i think i kind of turned off about halfway through when i was trying to watch (laughs) it the first time and i don't think i've ever watched it again but this is george clooney talking about to a group of people how to deal with stuff in their life, which was the first part. Now, this is how to deal with people. Folks around the office, and then you move into the people that you trust with your most intimate secrets, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles. You have a new backpack, only this time. I want you to fill it with people. Start with casual acquaintances, friends of friends, folks around the office, and then you move into the people that you trust with your most intimate secrets your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, your brothers, your sisters, your parents, and finally your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. You get them into that backpack. And don't worry, I'm not going to ask you to light it on fire. <laughs> Feel the weight of that bag. Make no mistake, your relationships are the heaviest components in your life. You feel the straps cutting into your shoulders. All those negotiations and arguments and secrets and compromises. You don't need to carry all that weight. Why don't you set that bag down? Some animals were meant to carry each other, to live symbiotically for a lifetime. Star-crossed lovers, monogamous swans. We are not those animals. The slower we move, the faster we die. We are not swans. We're sharks. Now, Robbie, we hear that little sound effect. That means we're we're moving into a different clip. So why don't you set up the rest of this clip? Yeah, there's the heroine of the story, and she's listening to this, and she's aghast. 
what he just said, which is, you know, unfortunately how a lot of the world looks at relationships. And so she then gets on the bus with him, leaving back, going towards the hotel, and she confronts him rather directly, and that conversation carries on through um, the rest of this clip. Never? No. Ever? No. You never want to get married? Nope. Never want kids? Not a chance. Ever? Never. Is that so bizarre? Yes. Yes, it is. I just don't see the value in it. All right, sell it to me. What? Sell me marriage. Okay, how about love? Stability, just somebody you can count on. How many stable marriages do you know? Somebody to talk to, someone to spend your life with. I'm surrounded by people to talk to. I doubt that's going to change. How about just not dying alone? Starting when I was 12, we moved each one of my grandparents into a nursing facility. My parents went the same way. Make no mistake, we all die alone. Now, those cult members in San Diego with the Kool-Aid and the sneakers... They didn't die alone. I'm just saying there are options. <laughs> now you can see why we didn't play that one first. You probably would have stayed tuned in. <laughs> but, Robbie, you're talking about people kind of live their life that way a lot of times, don't they? Yeah, and uh, the, the thing about the clip I wish people could see is that girl, when he lays out all that, now at the end of it, she's crying. I mean, she's broken... Her heart, you know, it's broken her heart to see the kind of pain that that man is obviously in that would think such a thing that not to let anybody into his life at all and total isolation, Mm -hmm. although very successful in the world's eyes, completely broken. Now, in this clip, you could wonder, okay, does this person know God? But let's just say that the person's a Christian. They can still live their life that way. Just because you know God doesn't mean you're not going to live your life that way. And, and when you peel it back, as we like to talk about on the show, when you start to lift under the hood and you look under the hood, what's really going on there, Jim? What, what, what's this distrust of? The distrust really comes from pain. Mm-hmm. None of us enjoy pain or, want or seek it. Well, if you do, there's, yeah, there's some problems issues, yeah. there, but... It is not something that we want to do, but and he's right. You know, we carry the biggest load we carry around is our relationships, but that's the only thing that's important. The only thing that's permanent is our relationships with God and with others. So if we're not willing to take that risk, there's no gain. Robbie, um, is this at its core a distrust of? The other person, or, or I think it's a distrust of God. Yeah, that that you know He's not going to be able to take care of me. Um, it, it, at its core, it's there. Of course, you know sometimes I make that really easy for the other person not to trust me. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, you know, to get to your other question, Sam, how do I know? How do you know when you're starting to put up a wall? It, I think it just depends on where you are in your relationship with God at the moment. If you've been walking very intimately with him, you're probably going to be more attuned to it if the wall hadn't been there before. If you feel something go up when it's not been there, you know, and it's been recent, 
you definitely feel it. And, and that's where I am. I can feel this wall. I feel that it's there. I think for other people that it's may have been up for years and years and decades, maybe since they were really little, they may have a harder time seeing it. Someone may have to help point that out to them. Well, as I hear that, I, I, I actually have more hope in that if, if I can draw near to God, that's the scripture, and he'll draw near to you. Um, that if my issue is really that I'm not trusting God, then I can, I can at, go after that aspect of it in, in an attempt to, through prayer and, and you know, the way I relate to God, how can I come back in and, and get my hope back? Because if it counts on me being able to trust other people, it may not work out so good. No, because other people are going to hurt you. I, I think there's times, too, and I can only talk for me right at the moment, I logically know that I shouldn't distrust God. And in a big part of my heart, I, I know that that's true. But there's something in there, and, and as it's unpacking, there is some truth to that. Now, the only thing I can really do is say, God, I don't know where this is coming from. I don't consciously know. Can you help bring this up in me? And I think part of that is <clears throat> at the root of you know the cause of us walls. Usually it's from fear of, you know, we've been hurt. And I think a lot of that has to do with um, probably even unforgiveness in our own hearts. You know, I, I recall, you know, from Sunday, our uh, pastor telling us that uh, in the Bible, uh, grace is always followed by peace. But the grace has to take place first. And, you know, if there's unforgiveness there, and, and, and we need to understand what forgiveness is and what forgiveness is not. Forgiveness is not saying what you did to me was right. It's not saying that, okay, I can trust you again. Forgiveness is saying, I'm going to give this to God. The, the thing that I want you to think about as you go out this week, whether you're dealing with your own heart, dealing with the hearts of others, let God be involved in the mix, right? Don't try to do it all on your own on either side of it. Invite him in and say, God, I need your help on how to love this other person. Do I need to physically walk around him seven times? <laughs> Maybe I do. I don't know. You tell me, God, but what do I need to do to help show them the love that will bring down that wall and show them your love ultimately is what I'm trying to do. And if it's your own wall, invite him into that and say, God, I don't know what's going on here, but I need you to help me see it. I need you to take it away. MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Register for boot camp.